Welcome to Drunk Bible Study. This show's mission is to read every single word of the greatest story ever told. A warning to our listeners, the hosts of this show are sinners, but they're doing their best. There will be drinking and there may be some swears. They did say they'd try to keep it clean, but I wouldn't put my money on it. I'm Emily, and this is Drunk Bible Study, where my good friends Dedeker and Jace teach me, a born and raised atheist, all about the Bible. Wow, I didn't even look at that this time. I know it so well now. So, oh, Jason Dedeker, how are you doing so? 50 episodes later. <laughs> yeah. Wow, okay. You know, I probably could have before. I just didn't allow myself to... You didn't trust yourself. Yes, I didn't trust you myself. Didn't believe. I didn't believe. But now, I believe that I am capable of... Saying, saying it without show. looking at it That's so good. i just did That's anyways good. how are y'all doing today one of these days maybe you'll ask me how i'm doing no mm. i'm okay. great <laughs> we are in a lodge we are recording yeah, we in are. a lodge right now there's an elk's head up on the ceiling there's Sadly. some antlers scattered about there's a lot of like old black and white photos of white dudes doing lodgish things like yeah. standing in a line and yeah a lot of standing dress. in lines some is what leather happens. furniture <laughs> the Lots mood furniture. lighting is very low yeah. there's an actual like wet bar we are relaxing yep. is there a such thing as a dry bar what's the difference if you have plumbing or not yeah a wet bar has a sink oh. and a dry bar yeah doesn't. the bars Thank you. you can you Thank can you store your booze there but you can't wash your dishes there i right. see wow. yeah. well no this is very wet yeah it's a very wet bar yeah. so wet and this so is <laughs> also going legit, to be a wet episode wet. of okay. this of this podcast yes so. great I, <laughs> great awesome all right great. oh my god my my laptop has like magnets that keep it closed when you close it and my watch band is metal. Oh, and so if it's I freaking am out? in just the right place, my wrist will go like chunk and like <laughs> stick oh my gosh. to the front wow. of my laptop. You, you're okay? Great. I'm good. I'm you don't good. have any just, wrist injuries? No, it just startled me. Okay, great. All right. Um, do we remember what happened last time? I'm, I'm trying to remember. Yeah, uh, frantically scanning the oh, brain. Oh, it was uh, about the feasts and the, the festivals right. and the celebrations. Right, because in the bonus content, we talked about the the Jewish calendar yes. and like yes. how that all works yes. out. Yeah. Oh, and it was like Easter and Passover? It <laughs> was now? definitely not, not Easter. Easter, but, but yes, Passover. Definitely Passover. No, I'm not talking about like, n- like in real life, it was Easter and Passover like a bit ago. Not yeah, when y'all ago. are yeah. going to yeah, yeah, listen yeah. to yes. this, but yes. but those are like things that were potentially talked about, I guess not yet, because Easter is a New Testament thing, but still, right. yes. But yeah, we talked about kind of like holidays like Easter yeah. that are no, not, not always on the same date. Not working at all. Yes, you cannot work on holidays. Oh, yes. On the festival days. Mm-hmm. Yes, and all the reasons and, and things that you can't do yes. on those days. Right. Yeah. Yes, many things you can't Operate do. machinery. Not the machinery was like a thing to be operated back then. Nothing even remotely machinery-esque. No. Yes. yes. Cool. Yeah. All right. What are we drinking today? We're having a lovely white wine. I don't know who is responsible for bringing the white wine. That would it be is- I. Bonterra. Bonterra, which is a lovely organic grape and wine company. Oh. This is a Sauvignon okay. Blanc. Yes. Made with organic grapes. Wow, look at that. There you go. Mm-hmm. Look yeah. at that. Only I, $10 I, at Whole Foods. I, I, I felt myself nice. getting healthier as I was drinking it. <laughs> yeah, so it's good. a little bit of column A, a little bit of column B. But yes. yeah, I'm pretty sure if they make it from organic grapes, it actually it actually does hydrate you as opposed to dehydrate <laughs> yeah, that's you. Good. I, I have like heard that. that. Yeah. Like well, that. it definitely yeah. is better. It has less sulfites. It's not going to like mm. screw you up as much. There's less things thrown in. To the wine. I see. I see. Mm. Is it, doesn't also white wine have less of those? Than yeah, I thought that white wine just generally didn't yeah. have or as many sulfates. At, what's the difference between sulfates and sulfites? Uh, that's not the kind of podcast that we're running today. <laughs> okay, Maybe right. on another right. day. On um, a drug grape study. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Our oh other goodness. hit podcast. <laughs> <laughs> How many of these are we going to have at this point? All right. So today, this is the penultimate episode of Whoa. Leviticus. Whoa. Whoa. Just one more after this. And that will be, uh, also, that's going to be episode 53. 
Wow. Yeah, which means that if you listen to this show once a week, oh my goodness, this You've episode is your one year listenniversary. Wow, well, congratulations! We've been around the sun together. Yeah, I mean, well, we haven't actually we haven't, because we yeah. were doing two episodes for like the well, first three. Well, to you, two listener months? in the future who started from the beginning and stuck with us until now, we've been around the sun together. Yeah, yeah there you go. Aww, I like that. Yes, great. Yeah, Very nice. Uh, so yeah, so episode fifty-two today, um, and then next week will be the last one in Leviticus, which yeah. means. We're going to have to try to remember everything that's happened and kind of recap and what we, and our bonus content next week will be like, what did we learn about Leviticus? What did we understand about it? Uh, And then also preparing ourselves to go on to numbers, which is what we start the week after that. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, So today we're reading chapters 24 and 25, and we want to remind all of our listeners at home to read responsibly and drink responsibly. And you can drink along with us, or you can listen to us while you're in the car. But please do not do both at the same time. And with that, we are on to Leviticus 24. Yahweh spoke to Moses, saying... Again, another thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, okay. It's always one more thing. Just, just back up. Just back up. <laughs> okay. Okay. We has, got one verse. Has yeah. every single start of Leviticus oh, been mm. Yahweh spoke to Moses saying? Uh, quite. A, it seems that does. Like uh, pretty much, right? Yeah. It's happened a lot. That's yeah. correct. Yeah. Recurring theme for sure. Yeah. Um, okay. Yahweh spoke to Moses saying, command the children of Israel that they bring to you pure olive oil beaten for the light. I mean, I thought that you pressed olives. I didn't realize you beat the oil out of them. That's news to me. for the light. Mm -hmm. What do they mean by the light? Because that- To be used as lamp oil. Yeah. I'm assuming. Oh, oh. but you eat olive oil. Yes. Also light your lamps. It is multi-purpose. Oh, I I mean- I suppose I I should have known that, but I didn't. <laughs> you learn something every day. I mean, um, I think that's kind of the oil that they had, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Was, right? Like, I don't know what other... It's probably like oil and maybe animal tallow. Oh. Maybe. Right. Maybe. Yes. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm sure there's probably other, like maybe some maybe some flax oil. I have no idea. <laughs> Seems like olive oil is probably the most reliable bet you got. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Well, all right. So pure olive oil beaten for the light to cause a lamp to burn continually outside of the veil of the testimony in the tent of meeting shall Aaron keep it in order from evening to morning before Yahweh continually. It shall be a statute forever throughout your generations. Okay. So we got to keep the menorah burning. Wait. Overnight. Is that here already? The menorah, yeah. Remember when? Oh yeah, when we, we were, were getting all the, the instructions. Well, like we were twenty years ago, no, Emily. Like, I know that we were talking about a menorah, but I didn't know that it was the menorah. It's just a menorah. It's, there's not a the menorah. I mean, this is the menorah because it's the one in the tent of meeting. <laughs> but like, there is no other. There's not like. No, but remember, like the story that people tell about Hanukkah is this. Not the, it's not that menorah. Exactly. That's what I, okay. I was talking about. I, I that that menorah. was more specifically like with the Maccabees, and it was a different time. But this is a menorah that is an important menorah. All right. Well. Yes. Okay. Uh, so okay. He shall keep it in order. The lamps on the pure lampstand before Yahweh continually. Can we do some English grammar on this? He shall keep in order. Oh yes. The lamps in order. The lamps on the so pure lampstand. Keep the lamps. In order. On the lampstand. Don't let them get all mixed up. Got it. Cool, cool. English grammar is cool. Yeah. And very flexible, apparently. Uh Way more flexible than I I knew or my teachers ever told me in school. (laughs) Yes, indeed. All right. So you shall take fine flour and bake 12 cakes of it. Two-tenth parts of an epaph shall be in one cake. You shall set them in two rows, six in a row, on the pure table before Yahweh. You shall put pure frankincense on each row, that it may be to the bread for a memorial, even an offering made by fire to Yahweh. So I'm just getting images of like a like a dozen cupcakes oh. here with a little nice Franken, Franken, Frankenstein frankincense frosting on top. Oh, see, Goodness. I was picturing little buns. 
That yeah, they're, that they're that's probably realistically what they were, but it's much more fun to think of them as these nice yeah, as little, little cupcakes, yeah, designer cupcakes. cupcakes in front of Yahweh. Yes, oh, designer cupcakes. So you can get those ones with like like you know the really unique flavors, like you know like the Earl Grey and the Jasmine. Like, uh, don't give me just boring chocolate. Oh, these types of cupcakes, like the frankincense flavor Jasmine one. cupcakes. Wow, well, I've had I an think... Earl Grey cupcake. It's freaking delicious. I was just gonna say great. that sounds really good. Yeah, yeah it does. The, if they can make that vegan, I'm all for it. Okay. You shall put pure frankincense on each row that it may be to the bread for memorial making. Wow. I'm sorry. I just cannot read right now (laughs) that it may be to the bread for a memorial, even an offering made by fire to Yahweh. Every Sabbath day, he shall set it in order before Yahweh continually. It is on the behalf of the children of Israel an everlasting covenant. Okay, So he's got to bring the 12 cupcakes every Sabbath. Every to Yahweh. Every okay. week. Got it. Yeah. It shall be for Aaron and his sons, and they shall eat it in a holy place. Cupcake party. Yes. Yeah, seriously. Once a week we get cupcakes. This <laughs> oh, is amazing. Sounds great. For it is most holy to him of the offerings of Yahweh made by fire by a perpetual statute. The son of an Israel Israelite Israelite. Israelite. <laughs> wow. Okay, I'm no the, Israelite. To be fair, we took a complete right turn here yeah. on the story, and yeah. we just kind of started a new story. Yeah. Now it's the son of an Israelite yeah. woman. Maybe let's yeah. let's pause for a moment. Okay. To, like, okay. It's ah. Okay. We finished those instructions. Now Great. let's Cupcake tell a story. Okay, okay. Now. So yeah, story time. Okay. Now the son of is the son of an Israelite <laughs> woman. How? Okay. Just drink every time I screw up something. <laughs> We're going to be really drunk. I'm I'm going to really try not to. Whose father was an Egyptian went out among the children of Israel and the son of the Israelite woman and a man of Israel strove together in the camp. Okay. What is strove? Strove, The past tense of stride? (laughs) Strive? No. Strive? Strive? Strove? Uh, the past of strive yeah. that is, still doesn't make sense other, in this context. What are other? As other in, they work together. They, maybe or is yeah. This maybe a they, euphemism they, for they them sh- hooking up. Oh, I don't. What geez, are other translations? I, okay, what what chap chapter verse whatever are we in? <laughs> this is twenty four. Verse ten. Verse ten. Okay, let's see what we got here. Um, <clears throat> uh, and they fought. Oh. oh. Okay. Oh. So, okay, this guy yeah, who is... Quarreled, quarreled or fought. This guy who is half Israelite, half Egyptian, fought with... A man of Israel. An Israelite. To, together. Together in the camp. In the camp. Okay. 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 Uh, okay. That makes sense. All right. And the son of the Israelite woman blasphem- blasphemed? Blasphemed. Blasphemed. Wow. These are just not words that I use on a daily basis. Well, no, you gotta. I, I do, so... Do you say the yeah. word blasphemed often? Yeah, as much as I possibly can. It's not as often as I would like, though. I will say that. Blasphemed. But to blaspheme and to blaspheme, like, to have blasphemed... I mean, right. I will say blasphemous, but mm-hmm. but I, I wouldn't usually say blasphemed. I, try I suppose to use, I should. Like, multiple forms of a word whenever possible. Well, you know, like, like instead of just talking about like getting some reconnaissance to say like to reconnoiter mm-hmm. is a good one. Instead Especially, of strive, you're like, we strove together. Yeah. Yeah. I really strove with this guy at work the other day. <laughs> yeah. I've heard over, you say that all yeah. the time. That's exactly why you just knew what that meant. Cool. No, I'm saying that's going to go into the rotation. <laughs> oh, now. I see. Okay. Yeah. So he blasphemed the name, meaning I'm assuming God. Well, yeah. Or name Yahweh? is capitalized. So yeah. Meaning be. the name. Okay. okay. And cursed, and they brought him to Moses. Uh oh. Uh oh. Okay. Okay. So okay. So he they got into a fight, and this guy was like, "God, f God," and they're like, "Ooh, you gotta, you're going to Moses." Yeah. Yeah. Gotta wash your mouth out with some soap. Yeah. Okay. I have a feeling it's going to be much worse than that. Yeah. Probably. Probably. Let's see what happens here. So his mother's name was Shelometh. The daughter of Debris. Debris. Debris? <laughs> you, me, and Debris. Yeah. Debris? Okay. I mean, I didn't know that a person's name would no, be I, Debris. No, I haven't heard of that. De, 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 debris? Debris. 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 Yes. D-I-B-R-I. Okay. Of the tribe of Dan. Oh, Dan. Dan. Back. Oh, yeah, Dan. They put him in custody that it might be declared to them at the mouth of Yahweh. 
So Yahweh spoke to Moses saying, bring forth him who has cursed outside of the camp and let all who heard him lay their hands on his head and let all the congregation stone him. Whoa. Whoa. Told you that was going to be much worse wow, than washing yeah, your mouth out yikes, with soap. Yikes. Okay. Okay. Hang on. Before we get into any more of the gory details of how we're going to punish this person, uh, do you think it's intentional that there were like, so this guy who is half Egyptian by Mm. he's the one who is the troublemaker like because mm. I, I was like that's such a weird detail to throw in yeah but that, you're right though that does that is like no no mm. no i know his mom is an israelite but he, he he was half egyptian so like it makes total sense why it's okay for us to stone him to death for for saying I mean, f god i don't know man yeah uh yikes yeah this is all right i'm i'm a little I, my mind more went to that all the people who heard him lay their hands on his head and then they all stone him while those people are standing there with their hands <laughs> on his head. They're kind of like, ooh, d- don't miss, please. <laughs> like, that seems pretty weird. I don't know about that. I, I'm pretty sure that's not how it went down. Yeah. But Oh, I see. So Yahweh is telling Moses to do this. Okay. Uh, okay, wait. Okay, hold on. What? Let's let's think about this whole chapter so far. Yes. It started off, Yahweh's like, hey, hey, Moses, I got I got some more instructions for you. So like, so cupcakes. all right, here's the deal. Cupcakes, got to make sure people do these yeah, every week. Yum, yum, yum. Aaron and his family's going to eat them. It's going to be great. Oh, the son of this Israelite woman? <laughs> and yeah. He like jumps into gossip. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. I mean, <laughs> like, he's got some hot goss, okay? Yeah. yeah. Needed to share some it. hot Ryan Gosling. So, yeah. Okay. All right. So yeah, Yahweh's gossiping um, to Moses, and then but then he, now giving instructions. He's like, I heard this. That it turns going into on. a morality tale. Yeah. yeah okay. Or, or I think more instructions. Like, yeah. Here's what you got to do. Okay. Right. So yeah, let all the congregation stone him, and then you shall speak to the children of Israel, saying, "Whoever curses his God shall bear his sin. He who blasphemes blasphemes themes." <laughs> blasphemes the name of Yahweh he shall certainly he'll see he, he shall <laughs> drink, yeah, we drink. everyone he else shall, drinks not Emily <laughs> all I can say is it's hard to speak after you've been speaking singing mm-hmm. and mm. have new aligners in your mouth from mm-hmm. Invisalign yeah blame well, it on the Invisalign that's a good excuse yeah that is what I'm blaming everything mm-hmm. on okay, okay. he shall surely see the S's are very difficult to say he shall surely be put to death all the congregate sells seashells exactly seashell, yeah, yeah you try saying that with a bunch of <laughs> plastic in your mouth all the congregation shall certainly stone him as well the sojourner <laughs> uh, sojourner as the homeborn what's a homeborn uh someone who's not a sojourner someone like a who native. is a native oh, oh okay yeah. that, that makes sense when he blasphemes the name of yahweh shall be put to death why is so, of Yahweh in brackets? Uh, it's implied. Because earlier there the was like, oh yeah, he cursed Yahweh. the name. And yes. It okay. was just capitalized. The name of Yahweh. Yes. So I think at least what it's emphasizing here is like it doesn't matter who does it. If it's a traveler mm. or if it's someone mm-hmm. who's a native here Gotta of our tribe, him. they have to be put to death for that. Okay. Okay. So he who strikes any man mortally shall surely be put to death. Now, I feel like we're in a little bit of a catch-22 here. Not a catch... Is that, is that the word? Does that apply? Mm. Please explain yourself. Well, okay. So this guy blasphemed Yahweh, and so we have to stone him to death. Yeah. And then whoever oh. like dealt the killing blow, now we got to put him to death, too. And, well, then, and now we're just in a cycle. Pretty much I we're all dead. I don't think that's what they no, mean. I think that if you're mean. carrying out the punishment, I, then no. you shouldn't... But I hear what you mean about that catch-22. me. <laughs> no. Okay. All right. Um, he who strikes an animal mortally shall make it good life for life. So I guess the uh, kind of the same thing of like if you mess up your neighbor's sheep, you got to pay one of your own sheep's. All right. Yeah. Or maybe with interest. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. If a man cause a blemish in his neighbor as he has done, so shall it be done to him. Breach for breach, eye for an eye. Oh, there it is. Yes. Yeah. Eye for an eye, tooth for tooth, as he has caused a blemish in a man. So shall it be rendered to him. Also, yeah, this is kind of random. Like God was talking about cupcakes and then all of a sudden he's just like, oh, by the way, this <laughs> other stuff, this other stuff, this other stuff. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then Moses finally has to leave after Leviticus is done finally and find this guy who like blasphemed God. Right. 
And poor then, Moses, he's got like a laundry list that's so he really long. Does. He's like, ugh, and on top of it, I, I have hope, to be the I one really, to break this news to this guy. I'm like, well, we got to stone kill you. you so. yeah. I am actually a little bit doubly confused here. What? Because I see. Okay, so so God was talking first about the cupcakes. And then there's this story about an Israelite woman, Mm -hmm. which I think this is not Yahweh talking anymore. Actually, this is just, they tell a story because in it, it sets up the story and then says they brought him to Moses and then um, declared him at the mouth of Yahweh. And then it starts again with Yahweh spoke to Moses Uh saying, so it's as if there was like a little break to set up a story. Yeah. And then Yahweh oh, like, gives this is what more happened, And then Yahweh popped into the story and said, this is what you need to do to right. deal with this situation. Right. It was yeah. like Yahweh was talking first with no segue. <laughs> now we set up a little story and then now Yahweh gave these instructions. Great. So it is a very strange structure for this. Yeah, it is a little bit for sure. Okay. So he who kills an animal shall make it good. And he who kills a man shall be put to death. You shall have one kind of law as well for the sojourner as for the homeborn. For I am Yahweh, your God. Drink. Drink. There we go. Everyone at home. Not if you're driving, though. Yeah, not if you're driving. Moses spoke... Probably not if you're at work, either. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean... You I listen like, to a lot of podcasts just at like work. grab, <laughs> like, a little yeah. uh, thing out of your drawer. It's <laughs> <Which laughs> not like a... Your that's like a very mad... of shooters. Very, like, a Mad Men type, like, thing. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah definitely. Yeah. All right. <laughs> So you shall have one kind of law as well for the sojourner as for the homeborn, for I am Yahweh your God. I said that. Don't drink again. Well, you can if you want. (laughs) Moses spoke to the children of Israel, and they brought forth him who had cursed out of the camp and stoned him with stones. The children of Israel did as Yahweh commanded Moses. Good job, children of Israel. The end. Yeah, really carrying out that, that stoning. Yeah. All right, oh, yeah. so this Man. next chapter, it's a long one. All right. It's about more than twice as long as the last one. So, Jace, you and I have to split this one. You want to uh, take yeah, the first I'll, half? I'll take the first half, right. and then you can Great. bring us home. Yeah. Yahweh spoke to Moses in Mount Sinai, saying, Speak to the children of Israel and tell them, When you come into the land which I give you, you shall the land keep... Then shall the then, land... Then shall the land keep a Sabbath to Yahweh. Six years you shall sow your field, and six years you shall prune your vineyard and gather in the fruits of it. But in the seventh year shall be a Sabbath of solemn rest for the land, a Sabbath to Yahweh. You shall neither sow your field nor prune your vineyard. Wait a minute. Is that like a year-long Sabbath? It's like letting, letting the land lay fallow. Okay. Do you know, are you familiar with that concept? No, but cool. You're not. I, a, I, you're not a farmer. <laughs> I am not, but I can, you know, deduce what you mean by this fallow land. What, what have you deduced, uh, that Sherlock? You, that you don't do anything on it for a year after six years of doing stuff on it. What do you think it. the purpose might be? I don't know, so that the land doesn't become barren. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, basically it to give, its give the soil recover nutrients. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. yeah. But my question is this. <laughs> cool. <laughs> um, what? <laughs> do they do in that year uh good question that is a good question because usually i think usually with agriculture when you're letting a field lay follow it's kind of like you're rotating right so it's like okay but let's say you have four fields but yeah you let one of them lay fallow but you're planting in the other three so you're still producing crops and then you kind of rotate through uh, here, yeah, it's not clear. I'd be interested. I bet maybe that's something we can but explore maybe, in the but, bonus content. But I'm assuming that not stuff. all of these fields are being planted at the same time. Mm-hmm. It's like you lay in your fields one year, but then your neighbor lays them in, in the second year, and then you don't. You like the Sabbath year for each crop doesn't necessarily fall in the same year. Perhaps we can research it more for the bonus content. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure we could extrapolate this. But if we're just reading the text literally as it's written, it's like when you come into this land, yes. you plant for six years and then you. Just don't eat for the seventh year. <laughs> I, <laughs> I guess so. We'll see if we can don't find Don't eat somewhere. and don't work. And don't, don't do for a anything. Whole year. Yes, indeed. Uh, take Just take a, a break year. Yes. <clears throat> um, a okay. break year. Uh, right. Don't prune it. Don't sow fields. Don't prune your vineyard. Okay. That which grows of itself of your harvest, you shall not reap. And the grapes of your undressed vine, you shall not gather. It shall be a year of solemn rest for the land. The Sabbath of the land shall be 
The Sabbath of the land shall be for food for you, for you and for your servant and for your maid and for your hired servant and for your stranger who sojourn with you. What? Just like a random? I didn't understand that sentence at all. No, I know. I was like trying to extrapolate what you were saying. (laughs) I thought there would eventually be a part of that sentence that made it make sense, but, but there was not. Let's see. Whoops, I typed in the wrong chapter into these parallel translations here. Do you have any guesses? Um, it shall be food for you. Um, uh, is the implication supposed to be that before you're selling it? That doesn't make any sense. Because who would they sell it to? Okay, uh, yeah. <clears throat> the other people? This is confusing. So verse 5 said that which grows of itself of your harvest you shall not reap and the grapes of your undressed vine you shall not gather Mm -hmm. but then the other translations of this verse say basically whatever the land produces during its sabbath will be your food so those seem to contradict each other is the idea that you're like storing things up in other years slash trading them or selling them away but this year like you only you like you're just consuming what the land produce i I don't know. That yeah, is really this confusing. Yeah, is really confusing. Uh, let's see. What's, what's the what m- other good news and things uh, what's, what's the message have to say? It says, but you can eat from what the land volunteers during the Sabbath year. Okay. Uh, okay. So is it just like you can't So it's just that like you're not planting, you're not like planting new stuff or you're not putting in a bunch of work onto the land, but like whatever the land happens to produce, you can eat. You can take it at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that seems to be what's going on here. That is it's still confusing though. Cause it seems like you can't harvest it. So you have to wait for it to fall. Is that the deal? You can only eat like fallen fruits or is it just your crops? You can't, but you can still eat from the trees and things. Mm-hmm. I don't know. This is so confusing. Maybe it will clarify as you keep reading. Okay. Um, so for all those people, <clears throat> for your cattle and for your animals that are in your land, shall all the increase of it be for food. Okay. You shall number seven Sabbaths of years to you, seven times seven years. Uh, and there's a lot of, this is a story yeah, it, problem all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> there shall number seven Sabbaths of years to you, seven times seven years. And there shall be to you the days of seven Sabbaths of years, even 49 years. Uh, okay. So, okay. I, I'm guessing this just means every 49 years. Then, then you send abroad the loud trumpet oh. on the 10th oh, day, fun. on the 10th day of the seventh month in the day of atonement, you shall send abroad the trumpet throughout all your land. Okay. So every 49 years, we blow the shofar and have a good time. Cool. Yeah, you send yeah. it out, all right. and it, all through your land, you go and blow it. You shall make the 50th year holy, and proclaim liberty throughout the land to all the inhabitants of it. It shall be a jubilee to you, Fun. and you shall return every man to his possession, and you shall return every man to his family. What, were you keeping them away from his family before this? What is Possibly. going on? I, I don't mean, know. They had slaves and stuff. So uh, is, it, so is the idea that like oh. every 50 years is supposed to be kind of this contract everyone renewal? Goes free. Or everyone goes free. And you got to re-up your contracts if and you, you gotta want. And you got to go That's capture really some new slaves. interesting idea because obviously that didn't seem to be the case in later that is interesting World. of kind yeah, of I mean, later people years is a long time. I mean, yes, time, it, given yeah. that probably a lot of these people didn't even live till 50. Right. That might not be saying much, but, but still, still. No, that's really, that's, int- I don't remember learning about this at no. all. Wow. I remember the like seventh year leaving your, like don't plant crops. I, I remember vaguely learning about that, but this thing, this 50 year Jubilee, um, yeah. Proclaim Liberty. I'm trying to look at other, um, announce freedom all over the land. Oh, I see. I see. Other translations, like the International Reader's Version, is saying each of you must return to your own family property and you must return to your own tribe. Huh. Okay. So, so it's like. So you can't be. So is it like a weird 50 year Thanksgiving more so? Sure. Uh, yeah. I mean, like go you gotta go back to your tribe. family and, yeah. and reunite with. I see, yeah, uh, the Message Bible says each person will go back to his family's property and reunite with his extended family. 
Well, that's nice. That's kind of interesting. I mean, it's yeah, nicer yeah, if you're letting your slaves go free, yeah. but... Yeah, I liked our version better. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, wow. Okay, cool. <clears throat> so, uh, so on the 50th year, y'all got to go back to your families. Yeah. Um, and you shall return every man to his family. Okay. A jubilee shall that 50th year be to you. You shall not sow, neither reap that which grows of itself in it, nor gather the grapes in it of the undressed vines. For it is a jubilee. It shall be holy to you. And you shall eat the increase of it out of the field. Again, like, so we, all right, we can just eat whatever's like extra. Yeah, that, what else, yeah it's, whatever's it's growing okay, randomly. Fine. Okay. Fine. We get to eat some stuff. Cool. Uh, in this year of jubilee, you shall return every man to his possession, which we think means go visit your family, I guess. Okay. If you sell anything to your neighbor or buy of your neighbor's hand, you shall not wrong one another. The other 49 <laughs> years total, whatever you want to do. Yeah, go you next. can be as shifty as you want. <laughs> yeah. But, <laughs> but the in this year, year, you got to nah. be on point. Be yeah. cool. Be cool in this year. According to the number of years after the Jubilee... You shall buy of your neighbor, and according to the number of years of the crops, he shall sell to you. This is a lot of math just to have like a celebratory yeah, I'm, year. I'm really not Seriously. not I'm following. like Yahweh. This is not. I mean, I'm like We're jubilee. Doing multiplication oh, jubilee. tables Sounds right great. now. Jubilee, love it. Like a Sabbath year, and like not having to work and harvest the crops. Like that sounds great. great. Love it, Yahweh. But you're making me do all this math to try to figure out what, like, how like much I when? can buy and sell. Yeah. Like, Let's see if this is if this makes any more sense here. So, according to the length of the years, you shall increase the price of it, and according to the shortness of the years, you shall diminish the price of it. Uh, For the number of crops does he sell to you? No, that, that doesn't make it any easier. Seriously, like a riddle. What you got? Tell me what the message says. The message has <laughs> okay, to help me okay, because, okay. yeah. <laughs> let me see what I can find here. Uh, first of all, let me do that. Uh, what was that verse number? 16. 16. <laughs> Not 116, 16. Just 16. Okay, let's Goodness. see. The Good News Translation says, if there are many years, the price shall be higher. If there's only a few years, it shall be lower. Because Wait. what is being sold is the number of crops the land can produce. In that number of years? This does seem to imply then that like, say I sell some of my land to you mm -hmm. at that 50 year mark, it goes back to me. It what? seems what? to imply that, Wait. doesn't it? So, okay. So because what's being sold is the number of crops the land can produce. Yes. I'm assuming before the next 50 years when it all changes When it hands. all reverts. Okay. So the idea being that like, if we're three years out from the Jubilee year and I'm like, hey, I want to buy this land from you. And I'm like, it's only going to produce three years worth of food. So I'm not going to pay you a very good price because right. at that three year mark, it's going to revert to you. Okay. Yeah. Versus if I try to buy it from you right after the Jubilee, when I'm trying to pay for 50 years potential of growing food. You think that's the case? Yeah, I think that's, that's how I understood that wow. at least. I don't this know This is if such that's... an interesting way to deal with property and property rights. Yeah. Yes. I, I mean, I'm, I'm still not entirely clear that that's how this works, that everything just like goes back at that time. But it seems like with this logic, at least that, that seems to make sense. Well, good news is we don't have to totally understand it to keep reading. I guess you're right. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I just pulled up, I pulled up a full, like this chapter in the message. So if we want to check like a few verses Great. together, we can. Okay. Okay. Um, <clears throat> got it. You shall not wrong one another. But you shall fear your God. Obviously. For I am Yahweh, your God. Thank you. Yes, thank you. We know, we know, we know. <laughs> okay. Therefore, you shall do my statutes and keep my ordinances and do them. You shall dwell in the land in safety. The land shall yield its fruits and you shall eat your fill and dwell therein in safety. If you I appreciate that God is like... But, you know, preaching safety. Mm -hmm. yeah. Safety yeah. is very important. Oh, yeah. As long as you fear me, you'll be safe. <laughs> yeah. As long as you're constantly afraid of what I might do, you're going to be safe. You're going to be really safe. Yeah, Don't yeah, worry. Yeah, yeah. 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 If you get too confident, though. Mm. <laughs> uh, okay. I like this. Okay. God's going to address some of our concerns from earlier. Okay. If you shall say, what shall we eat in the seventh year? Exactly. My thoughts exactly. <laughs> Behold, we shall not sow nor gather in our increase. 
Then I will command my blessing on you in the sixth year, and it shall bring forth fruit for the three years. Uh, okay, so we have Wait. to put our faith in Yahweh that he's like, don't worry, in the sixth year, I'm going to triple the amount that your crops make, and so you're going to be able to go a whole year without growing anything, and you'll be able to eat. Okay. Then I will command my blessing on you in the sixth year, so it brings forth fruit for three years. You shall sow the eighth year and eat of the fruits, the old store, until the ninth year, until the fruits come in, until its fruits come in, you shall eat the old store. So it's like year six, you get a, a bunch of crops. Yes. Year seven, you don't plant anything new and you also don't harvest at all. So you're eating that old crops. Okay. The next year you plant stuff, but you can't harvest it yet because it's not grown yet. Still keep eating the old stock. And then finally in the next year, you get the new stuff. So basically it's going to be three years of just like old dried up prunes and <laughs> dates and I guess stuff so. and like no fresh apricots or whatever the heck they're growing out here. Yeah. yeah it, it I guess really beggars way. can't be choosers when you're, I suppose you're right in the desert. Yeah. yeah. Um, is this still me? Do you want to pick up from here? Oh yeah. We're I can take over. I'll take oh, yeah, over. There you okay. Go. It is uh, time. 23. The land shall not be sold in perpetuity for the land is mine. <laughs> for you are strangers and sojourners with me. Oh, oh that's a new perspective right, right. on things okay. in all the land of your possession. You shall grant a redemption for the land. If your brother be grew poor what <laughs> brother be grew poor if your, if your brother, brother be, be grew, grew poor what it this is great what is even happening right now i don't know there's really got to be a know. translation like a transcription error right i'm it just gonna seems that way yeah i'm just gonna say if your brother be if your brother be poor i like mm -hmm. this one the septuagint bible and if thy brother who is with thee be poor yes okay and if your thy brother who is with thee be poor and sell some of his possession then shall his kinsman who is next to him come and shall redeem that which his brother has sold okay so if your brother is poor mm -hmm. and has to sell off some of his stuff mm -hmm. then yep. his kinsman is going to come along and buy that stuff back yeah. Yes. Yes, I guess so. I think that's what if, redeem if a man, means in this If context. a man have no one to redeem it, and he be, and he be, be grew, grew rich. rich. <laughs> this is adventurous very grammar odd. here. Yeah. I, I wonder, like, what does it mean? Like, he has become? I think yes, that's what it means. Yes, and he yeah. has grown rich, and he be grew rich, and find sufficient to redeem it. Then let him reckon the years of the sale of it, and restore the surplus to the man to whom he sold it, and he shall return to his possession. Okay. Okay. So if he's poor, he has to sell off some of his land, mm -hmm. then suddenly he gets rich somehow, mm -hmm. and is able to redeem it, then he can buy it back, and restore the surplus to the man to whom he sold it, and he takes his land back. Okay. 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 Uh, but if he isn't able to get it back for himself, then that which he has sold shall remain in the hand of him who has bought it until the year of Jubilee. And in the Jubilee, it shall go out and he shall return it to his possession. So this is such an interesting like 50 year cycle where it's like the yeah. Etch-A-Sketch gets all yeah. shook up, get all up and then everything just resets. That is interesting. Is this a thing that people practice now? In a sense, I have I no idea. I have no idea. I've never heard of it. I suppose before. we could look that up for the bonus. Yeah, we'll make a note to to look up this whole jubilee yeah. year cycle. Apparently, thing. my Sunday school teachers were into retaining their property, so they didn't share they, this. Yeah, a lot of the people I knew were very much into retaining their property mm. yeah. beyond fun, fifty years. Fun uh, piece of trivia I learned about uh, cemetery plots actually is that America is one of the only places in the world where we assume that when you buy a cemetery plot, you mm -hmm. own that land forever. That in almost every other country right. in the world, you buy like your cemetery plot and it's a lease for maybe 50 years. And Still for a long time. You and then you get dug up. Yeah. And, and then you gotta you go. You get repossessed. Or you or someone in your family has <laughs> Literally. to has to re up that lease. But no, like you get yeah. dug up and I guess cremated or put yeah. somewhere else or, or something I'm like well, in is... New Orleans. Oh yes. Culturally for a long time, um, uh, you would essentially buy a plot in it or buy like a section of like a mausoleum and that would be like your family section. But it's like everyone gets thrown into the same 
vault mm. essentially right, right. it's like we only got so much room you know we don't got space for your brothers and your cousins and everybody it's like no everyone kind of gets shoved to the back essentially wow and then the yeah. new body gets put in and yeah but anyway i learned yeah. about this uh, so, so this no, is an, an in, issue for cemeteries in the united states yeah, where there's, there's so this much problem space. of like you oh sell goodness. it for an amount of money and then you, you have own it forever, it forever mm-hmm. and that the people who actually own the land don't get any more money for it. So it's wow. actually kind of a, a tricky issue. Yikes. Well, in the New Orleans thing, if you go to cemeteries, it's like there's mausoleums that have like 12 Many names bodies. on them. Yeah, 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 of course. Yeah. You know, because yeah. it is just a family thing. Yeah. Although I guess at that point, like you're not really caring so much about overcrowding. No. How do we get on cemeteries? We were talking, uh, we're talking about, about like not, jubilees not and stuff. For not only land. Okay. Yes. Great. Yeah. Uh, if a man sell a dwelling house in a walled city... Then he may redeem it within a whole year after it is sold. For a full year, shall he have the right of redemption? Oh, okay. So he can sell it, but within a year, if he has like seller's remorse, yeah. What he is can it? Buy it uh, back. First, the right of first, first refusal. refusal or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Mm, okay. okay. Yeah. Only in a walled city, though. Yeah. 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 Only if it's walled not cities. walled, then yeah. It, yeah. Sorry. Everything's up for grabs. If it isn't redeemed within the space of a full year, then the house that is in the walled city shall be made sure in perpetuity to him who bought it. Throughout his generations, it shall not go out in the Jubilee. Oh, okay. fascinating. Yeah, okay. so houses don't count for the Jubilee, but in, land in walled does. Cities. In walled cities. Interesting. But like the land out oh, in the oh, places. No, no, no. We're going to talk about not walled cities. Okay, okay, oh, okay. Cool, great, cool, great. cool. But the cool. houses of the villages which have no wall around them shall be reckoned with the fields of the country. They may be redeemed and they shall go out in the Jubilee. Gosh, so it's like every 50 years, there's a lot of upheaval happening of people just like shifting around and need them to move out and losing their land and or getting their land back or whatever also but like okay my confusion is so at the 50 years it kind of resets and goes back to whoever had it before but i'm like but who got to have it in the first place like this could be a very unfair system who the hell the people who got to have it in the land in the first place that is a construct Hmm. it's a construct we've made that up the idea that permanent that people can actually own land it's just your your mind (laughs) believing things i'm sorry i'm on a huge buddhist kick here no but it's true though (laughs) which is dedicated fault this yeah. is a very western concept the idea yes. that like i i can own this piece of land right it's, yes it's as bizarre as us being like i can own this piece of sky you know or like this yeah. piece of space yeah. like yeah. it's just as ridiculous as well that. apparently god says that he owns everything didn't he say that something to that effect yeah and that y'all are just yeah, strangers like, and sojourners here. Yeah, yeah in a strange land okay. Yes. Uh, let's see. But the field. Oh, wait. No, no. Backing no, it up. No, no. Backing it up. Okay. <laughs> Back it. Nevertheless, the cities of the Levites, the houses of the cities of their possession, may the Levites redeem at any time. Wow. Oh, okay. If one of the Levites redeem, then the house that was sold and the city of his possession shall go out in the Jubilee. For the houses of the cities of the Levites are their possession among the children of Israel. I feel like there's some power dynamics here yeah. that are kind of unfairly skewing toward the Levites because they're the ones who get all their food provided to them by everyone else in the community. They're the ones who are like, we can just take our houses back or our land back from you at any time. Huh. Right. And y'all feed us. Hmm. Okay. Hmm. okay. And we get the nice clothes. Yeah. With all yeah. the jewels on them. Uh-huh. But the field of the suburbs of their cities may not be sold for it is their perpetual possession. If your brother has grown poor, this makes sense. I'm glad we stopped with this whole be grew poor and whatever the yeah. hell. If your brother has grown poor and his <sighs> hand fail with you, then you shall uphold him. As a stranger and a sojourner shall he live with you. Take no interest of him or increase, but fear your God that your brother may live with you. You shall not give him your money on interest, nor give him your victuals for increase. What's your a victual? Food. Food. Yeah. yeah. Huh. Uh, I am Yahweh, your God, who brought you forth out of the land I'm of drinking. Egypt to give you the land of Canaan and <laughs> oh, yeah. to be your God. Oh, yeah, yeah, got to drink. Okay. Got to drink. I need to fill my glass. Mm-hmm. Oh, dear. I too many Yahweh, your gods. Yeah, okay. Uh, did you know that... Uh, oh, no, Vittles. So Vittles, Vittles is short is from for victuals. victuals. Yes. So the first time I ever read the word Vittles was in uh, Legend of Zelda... Um, gosh, what was it? The Link's Awakening. 
Zelda 2. Link's Awakening, yes. Oh, Link's they're Awakening. remaking that game. And I'm so excited for the <laughs> oh, Switch. Really? Yes. Oh, that's awesome. I know. <laughs> okay, but so I read that word and I was like, Vittles, what's that? And I asked my mom. I was like, I don't, I don't understand Yo, this. Mom, and what is she this? She told me it meant food. She was like, it's um, in the Bible. But she that's was like, obviously. <laughs> the, <laughs> she didn't, but she should have. But the localization team on that game just got a little bit poetic. Yeah, yeah for I sure. guess they were trying to make the person feel very like country hospitality yeah, or something sense. so that makes sense okay if your brother has grown poor with you and sell himself to you you shall not mm. make him to serve as a bond servant i should hope not <laughs> as a hired servant and as a sojourner he shall be with you he shall serve with you to the year of jubilee as a hired servant so i guess it's kind of like if your family member's poor and they just they offer to work for you you should still you should pay them instead of just using them as a slave yeah, that like say they have like debts to pay back. Mm -hmm. They can't sell themselves to you forever, but you have to pay them a wage okay. as opposed to a, a bond servant or yes. whatever it was that I think you just pay the one fee and uh -huh. then they're just yours. Okay. As a hired servant and as a sojourner, he shall be with you. He shall serve with you to the year of Jubilee. Yes. Uh, then shall he go out from you, he and his children with him and shall return to his own family. Oh, okay. I skipped. He shall serve with you to the year of Jubilee. Then he gets to go back. Okay. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He shall with him, shall return to his own family, and to the possession of his father shall he return. For they are my servants, whom I brought forth out of the land of Egypt. They shall not be sold as bond servants. Okay. He shall not rule Wait. over him with rigor, but shall fear your God. So Egyptians can't be sold as servants? Is that what he's saying? No, I think Israelites. Israelites. Oh, sorry. That's Whom what I mean. That's what I mean. Out yes. of Egypt. Yes, that's yeah. what I mean. I think it's like, it's okay to enslave other people, but you can't enslave Yikes. fellow Israelites. This is yeah. like... Uh, that's, this is the kind of thinking that's yeah. made the world go around yeah, for many hundreds whoa. of years. Well, I, I because, remember... Sorry, yeah, go ahead. No, just, just, just the interpretations that I think people just in general take with the Bible, mm -hmm. and then they look at a line like this, and they're like, well, well, God said it was fine. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. uh, well, what's, yes. what, what's interesting about this is that the whole, like, not enslaving your own people thing is actually pretty universal. Like, that that's all over the world that's the case right people will enslave other peoples other kingdoms yeah. other ethnicities whatever but not of their own people and that when i was um studying russian history mm. when i was in russia mm -hmm. one of the things that my teacher told us was that russia is one of the only countries ever to enslave their own people that well russia like, is so huge that it's like you can be like so, those weirdos yeah. at the other end of the country are yeah. just totally ripe for enslavement and it's like we yeah. all will get to moscow i'm just thinking of three sisters oh, okay. okay got it yeah. uh well in this next verse he actually just goes on to say it right on the nose all as right. for your bond servants and your bond maids whom you shall have of the nations that are round about you, of them shall you buy bond servants and bondmaids. Wow, obviously. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Hang. <clears throat> Moreover, of the children of the strangers who sojourn among you, of them you shall buy, and of their families who are with you, which they have conceived in your land, and they shall be your possession. So may I ask, how does somebody who's not an Israelite, how, what do they think looking at this passage? Uh, like, what, what do they, I mean, do they do just skip over it? it? You're not an Israelite. No, I'm not, I'm, and I think I guess that, you're like two percent like me. Yeah, I, I guess you're right. You're right. I do have some. <laughs> what is it? My, my, Ashkenazi. That's Ashkenazi. the one. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know. I I I feel like if I were to read this and be not 100 percent Israelite, then I might be like, wow, like I feel a little left out here. Yeah. God. Yeah. Yeah. No, what's what's that makes the deal? Sense. Yeah, what is the deal? Yeah. Well, the thing about it that's interesting is that this message here mm -hmm. was not meant for all of us. Mm -hmm. It's true. Like at the time of this being written, this was by them for no, I them. I mean, you're right. You're absolutely not right. Not for any of us. That's true. Yeah. If you did have a stranger who was sojourning among you, and you would be like, yeah, our laws and customs and culture say that like we can buy your children as slaves if we want yikes. to, yikes, uh, yikes, but yikes. we're not going to do that to other people. I mean, like to other Israelites, but we're going to do that to you. And hearing that, there's no part of you that would be like, 
I really want to join this religion. <laughs> you know, like well, I don't think that was the point. That though. wasn't the point. But, but that's yeah. the thing. Like eventually, those who were conquested. And, you know, the the conquistadors is, like, what I'm talking about. Uh-huh. Because that's also part of me mm-hmm. and part of, like, mm-hmm. yeah. my family ties. Yeah. You know, right. it, people who would go and try to conquer and also, like, it, it say, okay, be this religion. This well, wouldn't be very appealing to me. Anyone who wants super extra credit and win bonus points with me can read the book Ishmael by Daniel Quinn. Um, uh-huh. I've already read that other book that you had me read. <laughs> well, you had a couple one, of them. One book policy. No, here. no, no. I was, uh, what was the, the one? The 50th po- year, no, you the poison- can tell me another book to read. <laughs> the Poisonwood Bible. Yes. Well, okay. Well, I'm going to keep giving you books to read. And the next one is Ishmael by Daniel Quinn. And, oh yeah, he goes into this idea of like specifically with the Hebrews, mm-hmm. like you have this primitive culture that, one of their defining traits is that they go into other lands and impose on those lands their customs and their way of being. Okay. And maybe that's not a quote unquote normal way for human beings to be. It's just that this is what became dominant because it was so aggressive and dominant. Yeah. And so anyway, uh, I can't describe it better than Daniel Quinn does. Um, So (laughs) I recommend reading the book Ishmael, but yeah, but there is this kind of, it's, yeah, just very colonial, I suppose. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. On the other hand, though, I think that we're maybe like Emily. What you were saying kind of sounds like you're looking at it through the the lens of modern day Christianity, which tends to be very like, Even- come join yes, us, be part of this. Oh, exactly. Yeah. And yeah. this, at least from again, if we're like looking at the text as it's written here, yeah, it feels very like singular in well, honestly, a certain a this lot is people. A, th- but- right. This is about we're us. We're gonna and kick everyone some butt else and everyone else, and we don't want them to join us. We're not trying to convince anyone else but to join us. But to be us. fair, like modern day Judaism isn't very evangelical. Exactly, and it's that's not, my point. Actually, is it not? No, I don't know. I, no. at least I don't know what I've heard from religion. my Jewish friends is like, if someone wants to convert to Judaism, like the tradition oh, yeah. is that the rabbi has to refuse you three times. Okay, that's in Sex in the City, <laughs> right? Like, but that's it's more the idea of like, no, no, no. If you want to be one of us. That's a hard thing to be, which is what yeah, we see here. We're not trying to onboard you like the evangelical Christians. Right. Are. It's a very different approach to yeah. to your religion and, and culture and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, you want to know about some bond servants? Yes, please, please tell me. I need to get some and I want to make sure I'm buying the right ones. You so. shall make them an inheritance for your children after you to hold for a possession. Of them shall you take your bond servants forever. But over your brothers, the children of Israel, you shall not rule one over another with rigor <laughs> okay <laughs> you can do it but not rigorously okay please. if a stranger or so or sojourner with you has grown rich and your brother has grown poor beside him and sell himself to the stranger or sojourner with you or to the stock of the stranger's family after that he is sold he may be redeemed one of his brothers may redeem him or his uncle or his uncle's son may redeem him or any who is a close relative to him of his family may redeem him or if he has grown rich, he may redeem himself. <laughs> okay. okay. Just okay. randomly that if was, he grows yeah. rich. That okay. was, there was a lot of stories wrapped up in that. So yeah. it's like, so if some dang immigrant has gotten rich and an Israelite has grown poor and has sold himself to the immigrant. Which he can do because he can't quite sell himself to then another another Israelite. male member of his family can yeah. buy him back or if he's also somehow grown rich while being a slave yeah well, that's the confusing can, part he can redeem himself he just learned to think and grow rich and then he <laughs> rich, rich bought dad, himself poor dad. Uh, free, he yeah. shall reckon with him who bought him from the year that he sold himself to to him to the year of jubilee and the price of his sale shall be according to the number of years. I see. So according to the number of years before Jubilee of like, like essentially like, yeah, like how much the value time is of left work. or whatever. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Um, this requires people to really write things down, know exactly when the first Jubilee happened and the next Jubilee yeah, is going to happen. Some abacuses. Yeah. yeah. Abacai. 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 <laughs> Abacai. What's the plural of Abacai? If there I, I be yet know. many years, according to them, he shall give back the price of his redemption out of the money that he was bought for. If there remain but few years to the year of Jubilee, then he shall reckon with him. According to his years, shall he give back the price of his redemption. As a servant hired year by year, shall he be with him. He shall not rule with rigor over him in your sight. If he isn't redeemed by these means, then he shall go out in the year of Jubilee, he and his children with with him. 
For to me the children of Israel are servants. They are my servants, whom I brought forth out of the land of Egypt. I am Yahweh, your God. <laughs> Good drink, drink to finish, drink, finish drink, that drink, chapter drink. with. Chug mm. that beer. No, mm. kidding. We're not drinking beer, Emily. Wow. I'm talking about like the random people out there who might be drinking beer. Uh, okay, okay. It's like... Chug it. I, the only thing Yahweh has to brag about is bringing them out of Egypt. Yeah, he, he really not, comes he back to that. He is Yahweh. He's not like, I made all of creation... I yeah, like that's took a good care point. of your yeah. ancestors. He's not like I made you from dirt. Like, He's like no, I brought you out of Egypt. That's but I guess that's more relevant to them. Uh, that's true. That's their, true. Their families that's and true. their. He's like, hey, remember, you know, remember how much it sucked in Egypt? Like, right. That was me. Yeah. Uh. Wow. <laughs> that was the end. That was the end of these two chapters. Wow. wow. And then we have two more chapters, and that is it. Any okay? Any guesses for like? Obviously, Leviticus is going to go out with a bang. Yeah. How, how? Okay. You say obviously. <laughs> what are your clues that Leviticus is going to go out with a bang? Well, we have yet I'm to sh- have like a lot of books of the Bible that truly go out with a bang. Uh, That's true. Yeah. I guess you're right. What? Yeah. Let's see. What? Maybe Job. Because I mean, Job was more of, of a narrative s- story, but and it so, still goes out slightly with a whimper. It's not like it was still kind of whimpering the whole time, and it, so Bang yeah, is kind of relishing a lot. Job was epic at the end. Remember, God like thundered and spoke that's and, true. and confusingly true. said like yeah job's right yes that's I'm true yahweh <laughs> i didn't understand it <laughs> but exodus did not end with the bang no no genesis, no, genesis didn't really end with the bang the bangs happened in the like towards the end but not quite at the end yeah yeah so genesis was like cool joseph story and then like a few chapters of, of i don't think yeah. i don't yeah. think it's gonna end with the bang if anything i would be curious to research it's like when the person or the people who are writing leviticus wrote it like how did they know this is the end of this book or mm. you know what they felt they felt it in their souls <laughs> they just knew they it. were just like whatever we're good we're how good. does any writer know when they're done you're right writing? you're right it's, it's, like it's all impermanent in, okay it's like that scene in the pollock in the movie about jackson pollock where someone's uh, like some lady's like ed harris yeah i think so, where ed? some lady's like how do you know when you're done with a painting and he's like how do you know when you're done making love uh you orgasm well, I mean, wow, that's, Emily, very that's very heterosexist and orgasm centric. How is it hetero? That's not heterosexist at all. Come on. I, I think I would argue that it's heterosexist because traditionally we've treated sex like sex isn't over until the man is done. I Okay, right? fine. I hear you, but I don't know. I didn't say you as in the guy. <laughs> I said you as in the universal you. So I honestly, switched podcasts. You know what? I think that we're on multi-amory again. So we're just going to say making love is over whenever you, the universal you and Yahweh yeah, whenever feel you're... that it's done. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Your love making is over when Yahweh says it is. <laughs> For I am Yahweh, so your God. Keep Take going a drink. at it. <laughs> keep bowing down upon your wow, partner. Okay, okay. Yeah, that's a good, good old. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. I think it's. I think it's just going to be more rules. Probably some repetition of rules. Maybe some recapping some things. Probably oh, some sure. recapping. The maybe maybe some more scheduling had. of like. Oh, also, there's this festival I forgot to tell you about earlier, but <laughs> right. I want you to do it also. Yeah. Well, and if you don't do it, I'm gonna kill Stone you in you. a really graphic and horrible way yeah cool yeah okay. probably i know that we ended a couple episodes already talking about stoning but i'm gonna talk about it again okay because that's also my question is is like what surely in the desert there are more efficient ways to execute a person what right? are you talking about so. in the Other desert? Than stoning. What does in the desert have to do with anything? Yeah, that's a good because question. the desert things being efficient or not efficient, like you throw someone into the desert and have them die of heat stroke, that's <laughs> probably not very efficient. What if right. you give them no water for a number of maybe hours? <sighs> yeah, that's not very efficient. Exactly. I guess you wouldn't really have access to any kind of like guillotine esque. I'm assuming at this point to no. chop off their head. So maybe stoning really is like the best thing you got. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if they have an apparatus for hanging or anything. Yeah, they're not really talking about that. I probably no. don't have a lot of trees to really hang someone from. I don't yeah. know. I don't know what this desert looks like. I've never been to this particular desert. <sighs> oh, I know the desert that I'm dark. from, what that desert looks like. but Death by javelinas. Yes, the javelinas <laughs> will spare the you. The cutest <laughs> execution ever. Oh, no. the, but also awkward and yeah. frightening. Yes, anyways. I uh, think, yeah, uh, I'm curious, why, did, why was stoning so popular? 
I don't know. I we'll we'll look it up for the mm-hmm. bonus episode. You okay. have to become a patron to find that out. All right. <laughs> Anyways, thank you all. Get ready for the last episode of Leviticus coming up in a week. Yeah, near make your, you. Make your cupcakes. Yeah, get your cupcakes. Your Earl Grey. Your green tea, frankincense, (laughs) cupcakes. Mm -hmm. Get your essential oils out, Mm -hmm. and we're going to do this thing, okay? See you next week. Thank you for joining us for Bible Study today. If you want even more Drunk Bible Study, including bonus episodes, new series, guest interviews, and more, become one of our patrons at patreon.com slash drunkbiblestudy. If you enjoy the show, take a moment to subscribe and then write us a nice review on iTunes or Stitcher, letting other people know what you like about it. Find us on Twitter at Drunk Bible Cast, on Instagram at Drunk Bible Study, or send us an email at info at drunkbiblestudy.com. Drunk Bible Study is created and produced by Emily Matlack, Dedeker Winston, and me, Jace Lindgren. Our theme song is Book Club by Josh and Anand from their album, Home of the The The. The theme song for the Book of Leviticus is Jet Powered Vixen by Kevin McLeod. For more information, visit us at drunkbiblestudy.com 